0: that <laughs> that's, that's your favorite intro right you should just mm-hmm. walk around town whenever they see josh coming it's like <laughs> right
1: i'm not asking for it but i wouldn't de- decline it yeah i know i know I know. <laughs> I know.
0: how are hey, you doing my friend
1: doing well brother doing well welcome to the tech school podcast powered by dsdt josh carlos how's it going brother
0: So I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You know, before we get into today's show, um, I just wanted to take a moment and pay some respect to, we lost a student alum alum, um, this week, uh, Mr. Terrell Galloway. Terrell was actually a student of mine back when I was what they called a, a DSDT digital marketing instructor. Just a phenomenal person. Phenomenal. One of the most bright individuals you would ever want to meet. And so um, I was informed earlier today of his passing, and I just wanted to make sure that those who tune in, our family, our community, were aware of what has happened. Now, I don't know the specifics, so I don't really want to get into that, Uh, perhaps another day, you know, but uh, definitely it's worth mentioning. Uh, And at the same time, it just draws more attention to what we already know, right? I mean, time is really short. It really is short, regardless of what your beliefs are. It's Mm -hmm. truly short. And all the more reason why we need to be about our business, whatever that may be. So um, definitely our thoughts, our hearts, and our prayers are with Terrell's family during this time. Uh, And in fact, Terrell's mother, Cheryl, was a student as well. Mm. And this was 2018-ish. So um, just want to let her know that, you know, they are definitely in our thoughts, and our prayers. And Terrell, we're, we're going to miss you, young man.
1: Well put. Well put. And uh, condolences to his family. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that, Carlos. I know that has to be tough. You, you worked with him there at DSDT. Uh, he was on his way to building a bright career and then to suddenly have his life lost. At uh, what, 31 years old?
0: 31 wow. years old. Wow. 31 years old. You know, is- it, 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 to me, it just, it's it's like, I don't know. It's just something that really sits on my mind, right? Because as I make uh, relationships with these individuals, I never thought that my life would end up here, right? You, you, you come, you're in an education environment, you have the opportunity to set a thousand a flight, Now we're working on tens of thousands of flight and each one of those individuals, they leave a piece of themselves, a mark of themselves on you. And I vividly remember this young man. I was uh, telling and sharing with someone earlier, you know, the last time I I remember on Facebook, his birthday was December 31st. And I placed on his uh, timeline there, happy birthday. I just, I mean, can I just say it? I love this kid, love Hmm. this kid, you know, and it just, It just goes to tell you, you know, how impressionable DSDT has been in all wakes of life. The individuals that we've come into contact with, regardless of whether they're still here or not, they still are in our hearts here at DSDT. So I don't never want to get away from the human side of what we do. Yes, there's the educational factor, and I love technology, and I, I, there's great conversations to be had about where it's going, but let's not get away from the human side of it. You know what I'm saying?
1: I know exactly what you're saying. That that connection, you can never – um, it's priceless. When yeah. you make that connection with the individual and you want to see them do great things in their life, and when they do, it's fabulous. You, you feel accomplished by seeing them – excel but then it's just heartbreaking when you see a brother like this again at the age of 31 loses his life tragically in a hit and run crash uh so again condolences to his family um we hope police can solve the case and then the family can have some closure as they begin this long healing process if they'll ever fully heal um right Right. their with the family and with the family of dsdt
0: yep 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 and 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 if i can just put a you know, a a place marker right here. This isn't for show, this isn't for a live stream, this isn't for any of that. We truly do mean when you sign up to be a part of DSDT's community, we truly are to a great degree family oriented. I mean, if you know anything about the administration here, there's a lot of family going on. It's a lot (laughs) of family going on, right? It's a lot of family. So we don't want to get away from that. And you just immediately become a part of that family. And I want for everyone who signs up to take one of our classes, I want to see them succeed. You know, I don't want to drop anybody. I can't tell you how many times I would hopped on the phone and contacted somebody because I did not want to drop them. And that's truly what we signed up. We want to place people into better situations to where they get connected with opportunities they wouldn't have otherwise had, and especially in technology. And so uh it's not for show, it's not for glitz and glamour, but this is what we do at DSDT. Now you tell me what other organization that you're thinking about going to does that. Mm. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think you really would be able to. And I'm gonna make sure that at every opportunity we connect you with the resources that you need, and at the same time that you too are as remembered as Terrell. Well put,
1: all brother. Right, well Josh. put. All right, all right. I'm glad you did express your feelings on this uh this loss for sure. Thanks. Um you got it, brother. Uh so who are we talking to today, my man?
0: Well, on the other side of this, we have Mr. Cody Barnhart coming back to us today, right? Yeah, so yeah. everybody knows who Cody is, uh-huh. but let me tell you a quick story about Cody, right? Go for so it. So, as I was contemplating what we're going to what we were going to discuss today, 5G, right? Yes. Um, and I said, okay. I I had these individuals in mind that we could bring and have them kind of lay out for those of us who don't quite understand what 5G is, you know, what, why it's so needed and what's happening in the industry. And so uh, one of the guests wasn't able to appear. And I thought, okay, so let me go over here and speak to Cody about it. Let me tell you something. I asked Cody just one question, and he just opened up, and he sounded like Google. I'm saying, gave you a full presentation, (laughs) right? Right? It was like, it was like, this guy knows more than probably the people that are implementing five G. So why am I searching high and low to bring a guest on when I already have the experts at my disposal right here and now? So.
1: Escaping what's in front of you, Carlos? Absolutely, Come
0: on. Absolutely, right? So without further ado, let us bring on Mr. Cody Barnhart.
2: How's it going? Hey Cody, good to see you again. Good to see you again too. Good to be back. Yes, sir.
1: Okay, so the the, the basic question: What is the
2: purpose for 5G? Speed. Speed. It's all about speed and what people want. you know, We're using more data than ever before when it comes to our home networks, what we do, what we stream, how many uh, different internet devices we have connected to our homes at a time. I know I've got you know, probably 25 different devices connected to my network at any single time at home. So the more information we need, the more speed we need, they're trying to bring that to uh, everyone on their cell phone network. So, yeah, it's funny. It's, it's, it's funny crazy.
0: that Cody should say that he has all those devices connected to his home network. I probably have
2: no, a listen. lot more than me. Listen. Alexa, everything listen. I,
0: I, I can't listen. A <laughs> hundred, uh, I probably yeah. have about a hundred devices connected to the internet. And the one thing that I notice is that when our grandson comes over to play the PS4. Everything starts to slow down, mm-hmm. right? And I don't. Uh, so I, I think I need to call my provider and do a. I don't. Well, they told me I can't do another upgrade because I have the highest residential plan that there is. So the next phase is going to be to get the business plan at my house. You know, I mean, because literally, I got, I got everything connected. I got the swimming pool water. I got the lights. I got the everything. Fireplace. I'm having no other way. Right. I go to his house.
2: If you say anything about Alexa, something's gonna respond somewhere in the
0: house, anywhere you are. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Right. 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 Oh, it's flushing the toilet.
3: <laughs> what?
0: There's some device that allows you to t- flush the toilet too. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to check into that one. So. Hey, hey, so I'm curious.
1: When did. 5G officially come out? Like I keep hearing mixed stories about it's officially coming out now as we speak or it's been out for quite some time.
2: Well, they have the network in place, but they have all of this equipment that they're waiting to turn on, basically. Uh, And they've been building this infrastructure, I think, since since 2010. Oh, wow. Um, And now they have everything in place. Europe has already turned this on. Um, it's working for them really easily. But when it comes to America, you know, we do things differently. The, the issue is everything runs on uh, radio bands. So if you think about the different frequencies of radio bands, it's just different wavelengths going up and down. And certain objects can read those different wavelengths depending on how, you know, what frequency it's on. So in America, they reserved a certain amount of frequency for uh, the 5G, and they the air, uh, cell phone carriers spent $81 billion to the federal government to reserve these frequencies, but the airlines are afraid that it's going to mess with their equipment.
0: Okay, so is, is that why then there was the delay with the airports between the uh, cell companies? Because- somehow they interfere with I don't know my plane because I like to fly Delta. I don't know about nobody yeah. else. <laughs> I love to fly no. Delta, but are you telling me telling me that there was perhaps an issue that if I went in the air, 5G was gonna interfere with some of those?
2: They're they're worried about the cell phone or the, the towers near an airport. So the bands are pretty small. We use uh In America, they're going to be using uh, three point, uh, looking at the article, between 3.7 gigahertz and 3.98 gigahertz for their 5G band. But the the tools that they use at the airports that let the plane know how low it is to the ground is using the, I think it's 4.2, between 4.2 and 4.4 gigahertz. If everything were regulated, there wouldn't be an issue. But what they're afraid of is that any unregulated company you know, or a, a malfunctioning device is gonna mess with their equipment. The easy fix that France did was said, we're not gonna have any devices in the path of an airport or any of these big towers in the path of an airport and we're gonna have it pointed down toward the ground. And that fixed the issue. There's been no reported accidents in Europe and they've already released this. So,
0: okay, so, so I have my quick question. Got because you just it dawned on me. I know, yeah. Should I have 5G at my house? That's <laughs> that's the new release. It sounds that's like you want release.
2: to.
1: It sounds like you're ready to have 5G at <laughs> your house. Like, ooh, can not should I, but Listen, when can I, just, I ooh, can, when I was, like in my hands I just probably.
0: need to have connectivity. Listen, l- true story, true story. Uh-huh. So I was talking to the instructors here yesterday, James being one of them, and Brandon. I did not know. That I could potentially take my uh, computer at the house up to 128 gigabytes of RAM. I didn't know that. I only had 12. No, I'm sorry, I had 16. Oh, 16. Yeah. So you know what I did? I rushed out last night to get more RAM. Oh, we wait. The faster, the better. Listen. So now, basically, I'm saying that I need. 5g to connect with my 128 gigabytes of ram
2: so well, I they, they already have things it.
0: that i want to do
2: they already have verizon released 5g home internet um they're saying that they get speeds average of 300 megabytes per second um but they have throughput of up to 940 or almost a gig per second of data on their 5g network so yeah, I would get it. If, I mean, it could be a, an add-on for you with all your Alexas at the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but okay, so that just makes me question. Well, I don't have Verizon. I don't have AT and have X Xfinity.
2: Well, X, Xfinity owns the market when it comes to Detroit and our you know our internet service provider. I mean, well, if you think about it, it's going to be a difference between how you're connected to the internet with. If you have good Verizon coverage at your home, they're going to put an antenna on your house and you're going to be able to receive that internet instead of getting a cable run to your actual
0: house. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold, hold on. Okay. Did you just say, I can put an antenna on my house too?
2: Well, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. It's just like your cell phone. It's going to get your 5G internet through a cell phone network.
0: I never even thought about that. We got an antenna here on the school. We can well, here,
2: here,
1: when, when it comes to the simple cell phone, here's a question I have. When you get in those crowded areas and your signal just goes down the drain, is 5G going to solve that problem
2: some? Hopefully. But, I mean, do you ever realize that you're, it'll say you have five bars, but you have no, you know, you're no internet yeah the every time yes that's just too many people trying to use the same amount of network that can you know it, it that's when you're getting a great service you know from the actual tower but too many people are trying to interact with that tower so it's using up all the bandwidth and that's what they're hoping that they can sort out because they're going to still be using all of those 4g towers that they have But now they're adding on the 5G, and that's what they say they're going to be able to uh, cover. With Detroit, where Verizon has the ultra-wideband frequency, so it'll say 5G UW uh, on your cell phone, and that's what they're trying to sort out by having an ultra-wideband frequency. But, I mean, the speeds are different. They say um, the theoretical speed for 5G is going to be from 10 to 36 gigabytes per second.
0: Wow. Wow. Um,
2: and the max speed or theoretical speed for 4G was one gigabyte per second. So it's supposed to be 35 times faster.
0: So, and here's an article about the six ways 5G mm-hmm. will change the world. And you can see one of them is improved mobile connection. Exactly what you were just asking about, Josh. Mm-hmm. And it says down here that, 5g's 20 fold improvement over 4g speeds open up many possibilities but aside from its faster speeds it also allows more users to connect to one tower avoiding network congestion during conventions and mass gatherings so there's our answer right there right Mm -hmm. i mean I i have somewhat the same issue whenever i go different places um True story. I was in Hawaii and I couldn't really get a connection like I wanted to. And most of my morning meetings are video based, you know. So definitely, we need an improved infra- infrastructure system. It's just, is this the time? Is this the now? And if so, how many more people are going to be digitally excluded? Mm. Right. So well, we already know that guy? we've. A great issue with that here in the city of Detroit, right? Um, one of the things that the pandemic showed was the fact that there were so many people that weren't connected, and that was just simply connected to the internet. So now we're gonna have this 5G rollout. How many more people or communities as a whole are gonna be excluded from access? Because I can already guarantee you that it's gonna
1: be equal. Yes, sir. Digital divide, I feel, is what you're alluding to, so.
0: Digital divide, digital divide. And so one of the uh, upcoming guests that we'll have, his name is Josh Edmonds. Josh, uh, he is now the uh, digital inclusive, uh, digital director of digital inclusion for the city of Detroit. Oh, beautiful. And so he's going to be coming on and explaining to us what all this means in the grand scheme of community mm-hmm. and having access. You know, he actually gave us a term uh, not too long ago. He said that a lot of us are digitally empowered. Never heard of it before. I mean, these, they just make these words up, right? And I get introduced to him because we do a lot of workforce development. And it's like, wow, wow, because that's totally what it describes. There's many of us like a Cody, uh, the instructors here who are digitally empo- empowered. But then there's a great digital divide. And when you're talking about 5G and rolling it out, whether it's shutting down the airport because of the frequencies, at the end of the day, there's communities that will not have access to the technology as many of us inner cities would.
2: Right, I mean, and that's why uh, Elon Musk is going to be making more money uh, with the Starlink project. Shocker! Uh, launch, you know, <laughs> launching all those satellites into uh, into space. So he, I think he, they have speeds up to 200 megabytes per second. It costs hundred dollars a month, but it can get internet anywhere, you know, in the world. So mm. he's going to have a 1500 plus satellites orbiting around us. And, but that's where that infrastructure comes in. It's more greed than it is to help other people. If you think about the 5G mm. there, they have more need, more people have cell phones than ever. So these companies are using, it's a greed-based infrastructure plan, where they want to make more money, so they're going to develop their infrastructure. So if they're going to make more money.
1: It'd be nice if I go to a Lions game and be able to use my cell phone at a crowded Ford Field. At least no. give me that convenience. That's, <laughs> the That's let's I want to bring up the comment. Can you bring that comment back up? I want to uh, hit on that. Okay, Curtis says 5G is the scariest thing to hit us since the atomic bomb.
0: It's totally not secure. Now, remember now, Curtis is a previous guest, and we all know what his claim to fame is. I think he's number... 50 54, 55 it's, in the world? Low. Yeah. As far 55. as cyber hackers? Yeah. Right? So he said... So he says, and and so eventually we probably should bring him back on as well to kind of discuss this, but he said it's changed the digital layout of communication. Ooh. And so that's one of my ultimate questions as well. So we're bringing online all of these newest technologies and, you know, whether we're talking about blockchain or metaverse or whatever, what does that mean in the grand scheme of protection, security? You know, right. so how vulnerable? So, how are we going to be able to secure all of these latest and greatest hits? Any idea, Cody? Well,
2: that's the, the problem that we're gonna have. I mean, all of these devices are going to be produced in uh, other countries that they're produced, developed, and, and uh, you know shipped here basically for us to put up. So that's one of the biggest things we have to worry about um, and Curtis, you know, he works um, doing this security type uh, situational work. And, you know, how can he fight against somebody who maybe placed something in one of these devices that they shouldn't have? You know, that's that was a big issue when they were developing the 5G network was trying to secure these uh, these new bands or these new frequencies. And it is kind of scary to think about. What we're bringing in here, but you know, it's that greed and need uh, type scenario. You've got to balance out the greed versus the need. Uh, do you want more internet, or do you want to be secure? Do and we need more internet? You want to get your cell phone service at the Lions game, so I mean, and, uh, I lived without that. more Alexa devices. So. I mean, we've lived without it, but I mean, have
1: there been any studies, any research, any any? any anything tangible where it has led to we need to advance the speed of the internet i mean you always want to advance technology i mean that's the goal but has there been anything tangible to say we need to get there sooner than later
2: i i, I mean I'm i I, see it, I think about it when i when i played video games back you know when it was playstation 3 Mm-hmm. And then you switch to PlayStation 4, and it's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. How did I ever notice, you know, why didn't I ever notice how bad it was before? And it's the same, you know, now you can stream a game completely in 4K from Xbox Network. And that's where people want this Internet. This is where the, the speed comes into play. How much can I get going? And just like, you know, Carlos's grandson coming over and playing Internet or playing as PlayStation, and the Internet goes down. Because our, our homes can only handle so much traffic going through these networks at any single time. And people want to be able to do more at their home. And I know that I you know, I use a lot of internet. I've got, I think, 700 megabytes per second. When it goes down to 100, I notice a difference. I forgot all cell phones. 5G <laughs> has nothing to do with the cell phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so- I'm I'm trying to... That's my answer, then. Right, right. I'm trying to reach out to Curtis and see if we can get him to pop his head in for a split second. Yeah. And and because he seems to be very adamant about some of the issues surrounding 5G. Right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I do understand that it's really about the Internet of Things. You know, how do we stay connected despite not necessarily having the system to support all of the connections, mm-hmm. right? And how, in the grand scheme, I guess, because we're dedicated to cybersecurity here, how are we gonna protect all these devices? How? That's the bigger question. And, and at the end of the day, I think it was, as I, one of the things you said up here. <laughs> no, we
2: can't.
1: <laughs> Curtis, we need to get you in on this conversation right now, brother. If number
0: 54 says that you can't, guess what? (laughs) Number one is definitely saying that you can't. Mm. (laughs) Right? So um, perhaps we can give uh, him a little bit of time and see if we can get him connected and bring him in on this conversation as well. Okay. All right. Um, But Cody, I definitely have appreciated everything that you have brought to the conversation today. My pleasure. Um, You seem to know quite a lot about what's going on with the 5G rollout. Do you think that it's primarily because of the area that you study in? Because it just seems like 5G and drone technology go hand in hand. Well,
2: that's true. Uh, It does have a lot to do with it. I uh, I like that I can stream. Live broadcast my drone video, you know, 300 feet in the air, and broadcast it on Facebook in 4K. That does that does help uh, having that ability. But the fact that I learned, you know, uh, in class about how these bandwidths work and how we use with our internet, we're using the 2.4 gigahertz uh, spectrum for internet and the 5 gigahertz spectrum for internet. And they're introducing the six gigahertz. So all of these radio frequencies, I learned. You know, I would have no idea what that was before I went here um, as a student. So I, I can appreciate it more now, and and why it could be important to certain and certain aspects of safety and the government.
0: Wow. Mm.
2: So thanks, Curtis.
0: You taught me. Okay, well, we can can let you have that one. (laughs) (laughs) We we can let you have that one. We can let you have that one. So, listen, definitely appreciate you, Bobby. Thank you. And look to get back, uh, class. And uh, we look forward to having more conversations with you in the near, near future. So, thank you, my friend. Thank you. All right. All right, Josh. So what we're going to do during this break, first Mm -hmm. of all, we do have a student that we're going to be bringing on. Okay, student is along Aaron Walker. Uh, Definitely want to have a conversation about what life has been for him since DSDT. And also during the break, we're going to do our best to get in contact with Mr. Curtis Jemison to see if we can get his thoughts on what's happening as of right now with the 5G landscape. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right, so we'll be right back after these messages. We gotta pay the meals, y'all.
3: Right now, there are job opportunities in the tech industry we can train you for. In our newly renovated state-of-the-art facility, classes are beginning monthly in cybersecurity, drone technology, digital marketing, computer programming, film production, and many, many others. If you live in the Metro Detroit area and you're looking to learn a skill local employers are demanding, but one that isn't that of a laborer, at DSDT, you can learn a lot in less than a year.
2: Hello, I'm Jason Stemmer. I served five years as a combat engineer in the United States Army. In the summer of 2019, I joined DSDT to learn advancing technologies in computer support, networking, cybersecurity, many valuable tools in digital media. DSDT has partnered with a lot of veteran-friendly employers, and with the help of DSDT's job placement assistance, I was able to quickly begin work in the IT field. I'm very pleased with this direction, as there is unlimited potential in the technology field, with no signs of growth or demand ever slowing. So come in for a visit, take a tour, and schedule a meeting with an advisor. DSDT really changed my life for the better, and it can change yours.
0: At a Detroit School for Digital Technology, we strive to provide students who are willing to learn new and exciting skill sets with a quality education and cutting-edge film technology to include recording in HD and 4K formats, drone videography, editing, and state-of-the-art color grading. Our instructors are friendly, knowledgeable industry professionals who are willing to teach. For more information, call us at 313-263-4200 or visit us on the web at dsdt.tech.
1: Yo, yo, welcome back.
0: All right, so we are going to bring on our student, our alum, Mr. Aaron Walker. Um, Aaron was a student here, uh, I wanna say probably 18 you'll be able to tell us definitively okay and i hear that he's doing some great and exciting things and i want to just catch up with him i was surprised to actually see aaron today so without further ado why don't we bring in mr aaron walker (laughs)
3: what's going on carlos what's going on josh you got it brother how are you uh, I'm doing fairly good. Can't complain too much. Looks good. like you already want
0: to hear it anyways. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, how were you today, my friend?
3: I'm doing good. I'm
0: doing good. 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 So I know that you spent a lot of time in the digital media program. First of all, um, let us just add that Aaron is a veteran. Um and Aaron came to us. Aaron, when were you in class here? Was it 18 or 17? Uh,
3: no, it was actually, uh, was it 19?
0: I believe it was 19.
3: 18, okay, 19. 19.
0: 19. Yeah. And so it was 19, and Aaron had a huge unction to do digital media. Um, he already had some projects going on, a skill set, and he just wanted to you know, get more uh, technical knowledge of it. So why don't you kind of explain to us how you come by being a DSDT and a little bit of the backstory along the lines of how your experience was.
3: Um, well, I had uh, moved in from – I had moved back to Detroit from Ohio, from Columbus, Ohio. Um, I was doing um, media broadcasting there at one of their schools. And when I moved back to Detroit, I just wanted to get back into it because – the stuff that I was doing, I was doing more. Um, how can I put it? Uh, uh, I was doing more like promotions and okay, interviews and things of that nature, podcasting and stuff like that for the school. And, you know, I, I took a liking into digital media, whether it was film or whatever. So when I got back, um, I still have some time left for my uh, VA loan, so I just wanted to put that to use. So I actually went online and found out about DSDT, and next thing I know, Carlos called me, told me, uh "You want to come to the school?" And I was like, "Sure, I'll come and check it out." You know, and it, it really helped me out because now I can—I took what I already knew and applied it to DSDT, and it helped me push a lot of more things forward. You know that I do on the on the entrepreneurial side of my life. Right on. Just curious, what are you up to right here, right now? Looks like you're quite um, busy. <laughs> well, I try to stay busy as much as possible. You know, I do. A, I have a nine to five uh, working for Amazon, but also do um, DJing. I do photography. I do uh, T-shirts and sweatshirts now. So I just try to touch every realm, whether it's di- whether it's digital media or something in the realm where I can use my hands.
1: It's funny you're well. It's not funny, but it's very interesting. You're a DJ as well, and wh- whenever you're at a an event, a nightclub, etc., like it's interesting how everything with the DJ's equipment has just become like a freaking computer.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> like I mean, well, it's so well.
1: complex, or is it as complex
3: as it appears um, to be? It's. I think working with uh, when you, like the old school where you have the records and the vinyls and stuff yeah. like that, you know, it was it's complex to learn because you have to learn beat matching and things of that nature. Now you can just press a button and it does the beat matching for you. So it went from being complex to being a lot easier. You don't have to lug around so much equipment. It's just basically, I mean, I've seen DJs just DJ with a computer and no hardware so i have my controller the laptop i have speakers i have lights so i still take the, the old school of it and still apply it to the new school version of it
0: okay so when you say old school now hold on hold on one minute now hold on <laughs> <laughs> okay we're getting, a, we're getting a little uh what do you mean uh, when you say
3: old school what, okay what you so mean? As far as old school, like everything now, like instead of me taking 40, 50, 60 uh, vinyls into a club in crates, and then still have to lug around my speakers, my controllers, my decks, whatever I have, now I can just bring in my laptop that has thousands of thousands of songs on it, a controller, and some speakers, and I can get a party going within 10 minutes. You know, old school, you had to plug in everything. So now I can just plug in one thing and keep it going. So, so what better. I love about
0: Aaron, and I always have loved about him, is the fact that Aaron is a creator. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he is the epitome of a creator. He's, when I, when I listen to him, I listen to me. You know, and that's one of the common themes that you can see throughout our community, right? I was a DJ at one point too, true story. You know, I worked in this bar for a couple of years. Um, I love music. I love what I used to do. I started out on Serato and virtual DJ, you know, and I had someone not too long ago and call me to ask me, what I, hey, to the, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not DJing nothing. You know what I'm saying? I remember making uh, CDs for people. And even when I'm saying this, I'm talking about digital uh, uh, divides, you know, I remember making CDs of music for individuals who were older and didn't have access, you know, so it kind of like, you know, the videos that you would buy at the barbershop, I would make the CDs to pass off to them so they'd be able to listen to some of their favorite music, mm-hmm. you know, so right. to hear Aaron talk about what he's doing now. I'm like, wow, you know, so you euphoric you for me because that's my community. You know, we are creators by nature. The energy never goes away. You just find other other veins to place it into. Like with me, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not DJing, but the school becomes my creative platform. I'm always trying to figure out and tinker, how do we do it better? You know, and I get to be of all sorts, the creator within my own space. And that to me, Is the very vein that I connect with individuals so many times, like Aaron? Aaron, he almost he was like Carlos called me up, ho ho ho! What do you mean, Carlos called you up? Hold on now, people (laughs) don't remember we used to do that. You know, you got to be the school owner, you have to be the school CEO, you got to be the janitor, you got to be all these things when you're starting out. You really do. And some of the earlier students remember when Carlos Carlos was making those calls. And trying to get them to take our programs, and luckily, I got a number of them like Aaron, and like Aaron. And to this day, he can sit there and tell you about some great things that he's doing. And to that, my friend.
3: Mm-hmm. Almost <laughs> oh definitely. <God.
0: laughs> now, here, let me say this though. Let me say this, and, and I'll and I'll leave it alone for a second. Um, I am so intrigued now with the whole metaverse of things. And we had these discussions, right? Now, Aaron, do you own an Oculus or any type of VR gear? No. All right. So I go into these metaverse spaces with my Oculus and I've been in clubs. There's this one platform called Tribe and it literally is a platform for DJs, like a Serato, like a virtual uh, DJ, but it's where you go into a room and you spin for virtual individuals. And they can be somewhere, anywhere in the world. You know, okay. to me, that's the next level of
3: where DJing is going.
0: Oh, oh yeah. wow, a
3: okay.
0: virtual nightclub.
3: Yeah, I, listen. It, 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 re- it really, it really already started because you have, um, I don't know if they brought it here or not, I haven't seen it in any of the clubs or being promoted, but um, when I was in Ohio, they had this thing called Silent silent Party where they're wearing uh, headphones throughout the whole club and you have different sets. You have a, a red set or a blue set and the red set is probably play, playing um, R&B and the blue set is probably playing hip hop or whatever genre that they want to be playing. So you're getting two different genres but it's silent in the club because everybody is listening to their own music. So it, it, I think it already started, it's just now it's becoming more visual now.
0: Well, see, I wanna see, now, Joe, uh, Josh, you and I should open up a club around here like that then. Hey, yeah, we, so we're gonna we open try, a yeah. silent club. We don't have to get no noise, noise ordinance. You know what I'm we, we don't have to worry about any of that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's great when i first seen it i they was still was charge like, oh, 20 dollars to come in exactly right exactly they did it uh, the first time i seen it it was at uh wilberforce wilberforce university and i'm looking at all these college students with headphones on and i'm like why do they have on headphones and you got two different djs here that's about to play music but then when the DJ started playing you can't hear nothing if you don't have on the headphones so i'm hmm. like this is weird. Like uh, I've never seen nothing like this. But they actually plan—they actually pay to get into this venue 20 dollars to listen to whatever music they're gonna listen to. And I'm like, uh, no, nah, I don't think this will fly in Detroit. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: So, so, so you, the listening, uh, silent listening parties are great. When you're talking about going into a virtual experience, you're talking about seeing people really fly. I mm-hmm. mean, literally fly throughout the uh, venue. You know, it's wow. just a lot of things that defy physics, and it's all while you're in a club environment. You know, I don't know if you got. Well, you don't remember. You know, probably don't remember the days of the raves.
3: You know, uh, for those oh, that yeah. are a little bit older, I mean, <laughs> I'm not that young, Carlos. <laughs> no. <Come> on, man. <laughs>
1: Everybody's been
2: to
0: one or two raves. Come on now, Carlo. Right. Come on. So, so it's kind of akin to even those experiences. You know, it's just so euphoric and it's different. And it's like, you know, you really are trying to take in all of the visuals alongside of what are you hearing. And it's like I said, to me, it seems that if that's not to be the next level in the whole experience of going to a bar, DJ club, whatever, then it has definitely got to be on the radar of such, right? So,
3: yeah.
0: all right. Yeah. So, tell us this. Tell us this alongside of that, I heard you say Amazon. So, you've been at Amazon mm-hmm. how long now?
3: Uh, roughly about a month. Okay, yeah, I just I left Chrysler. And went okay, to Amazon. what did so, you do at Chrysler? Uh, I was on the line, I was doing okay. doors.
1: Okay, so you're making a, this is a 180 after your experience at DSDT.
3: Yes, yes. A, a big, a big difference. <laughs> Why? Um, time, time. Hmm. Um, I, I'm really into the entrepreneurial of everything. So I really want more time to do what I need to do as far as promotion and marketing and things of that nature for myself. With my businesses, so that way I'm not tied down doing 10, 12 hours at this job, and then I come home and go to sleep, and I don't have time for my businesses. I'd rather do six, seven, eight hours, come home, be able to work on my stuff, and then go to sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see that that I don't even know what that word sleep means. I'm I'm looking for the existence of where I don't have to sleep because i worked so much, you know, I'm up Red at- Blue
3: pill, blue pill. That, well,
0: <laughs> there it is then. I'm probably taking both pills. <laughs> I'm probably going to take both the pills in order to really get the experience of being the best version of creativity that I can. So I, I have all these projects going on, you know, uh, probably a can to yourself. And then at the same time, the school is the full-time job of sorts you know and at the end of the day uh i am still so creating in the throes of the night i just down i downloaded last night the unreal engine i don't know if you guys are familiar with it no what is it so unreal engine it's a gaming uh developer's platform it's kind of like unity and some of your top games call of duty i think call of duty was done in it call of duty uh fortnite they're created in these game engines now if you remember uh, Josh, we had uh, Thomas Hardiman on with us, yes. a young man who developed, developed the game here uh, at DSD at DT. Well, the program that they use for that is called, well, one of them is called uh, the Unreal Engine. I am so fascinated with some of the things that are going on in the space. That's part of the reason why I need a better connection. That's part of the reason why I upgraded my RAM, is because the creator in me wants to create more
1: right
0: you know and i'm always telling us say what now waiting for 5g 5g right (laughs) so i'm always telling us to keep educating yourself Mm
3: -hmm. right
0: it doesn't stop because you came to dsdt and you got your certification and you're out in the world now guess what and and i can say this to aaron unwaveringly you don't know what you don't know Mm. yeah you don't know what you don't know. And as creators, sometimes it takes us a community of us to get us focused and headed in the direction we should be going. Absolutely. Yeah,
3: that's true. You
0: know, so in saying that, I say this. It's the same thing that I said to uh, one of the other student alarm, alarm that we had here, Miss Galloway. Um, Aaron, we are resources. You know, mm-hmm. uh, myself, Jamie, and other staff members here, Uh, If there's something that you're trying to figure out in the grand scheme of building out your business, you know, that you just don't quite know, maybe it's funding, right? Because there's so many funding resources now that have come into the city. Or, you know, maybe there's other things that we can do to connect you ultimately to where you're doing the business full time as opposed to working those outside jobs. You know, so I would challenge you to get in contact with Carlos, with Almost definitely, you know, because reconnect, Aaron, reconnect. Oh yeah, absolutely. It
3: didn't just stop when you left the SDT. If anything, it started. You know what I'm saying? So that's my that's my thing. I like to stay connected with everybody. You know, I still stay connected with Brandon. Absolutely, right? And I and I know I
0: know that. So, but at the same time, it's been so long since I saw you. When I saw the name Aaron Walker, I'm like, okay, I thought this was another Aaron. It's not another Aaron. It's, it's Aaron. You know, is this Aaron right here? And the question becomes: How, in the year 2022, can we get you firmly in the direction that you want to go, as opposed to doing things you feel you have to do? Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong i'll be 50 years old this year in case that nobody know that shameless plug huh. say, say what huh right right <laughs> So, don't get me wrong in our travels we have to do a lot of things that we don't want to do but guess what all of that goes into the op- ultimate makeup of where when you get where you're supposed to be you have skill sets that you wouldn't have had otherwise hmm. Right, right? maybe maybe there's something that you're learning over the last month at Amazon that's going to help prepare you for that time in the future of being where you're supposed to be. What but kind you of work? Are you? Go ahead, go ahead. No, Don. no, no, no finish your thought. No, but you won't get there until you develop these skills. So it's not wasted time. It's not like, you know, oh, man, I hate I got to go do this. No, I'm supposed to go through this because it's part of my process. And I can tell you right now, Carlos's process had me at a club, for, well, a, a bar for two years, <laughs> spinning <laughs> spending music. And a lot of times it's music that I didn't want to hear. You know what I'm saying? And I definitely wasn't lugging around no crates. Thank God I came after that whole scenario. Mm. You know, it was all <laughs> on my t- Tachiba. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So just oh, yeah. take take the value from what I'm trying to say right now, and definitively, if there's ever anything that I or someone that I'm connected to can do to help you expedite what you're trying, where you're trying to go, what you're trying to achieve, then reach out to me. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. We're here. Okay.
3: How's that? Oh, I got. You.
1: Carlos, I'm curious again about the kind of work you're doing with Amazon as well.
3: I'm actually a driver with uh, Amazon. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you were a driver for Amazon? Yes, sir. Delivering packages all day.
1: So give us a a vision of your long-term goals.
3: Long-term goal, uh, mainly I don't want to work for nobody but myself. I want to okay. be able to wake up, and go to sleep anytime I want to, and this money is constantly still coming in. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to work towards the um, the seven the seven streams of income.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I want to have that to where you know I could build generational wealth. For Amen. Mm-hmm. So that
2: that's
3: my that's my long term goal. That's what I'm trying to get to. That's where I want to be at, and I want to keep it you know constantly going and show. My child, you know, how to also gain generational wealth for her children and her children's children and further all down the line so it can keep going.
0: So so he uses the phrase, I don't want to work for nobody else. <laughs> hey listen, I mean be careful, be careful what you wish for. Be careful for what you wish god will answer the call god because will
1: always answer the call
0: at the end of the day right i say that i don't want to work for nobody else all right and i'm in a position right now where i'm not working for nobody else you know i got a few shots that i call but here's the situation i got nearly a hundred plus students and those hundred plus students are various clients that i'm working for i got a staff of nearly 40 now And I promise you, each one of those individuals have their particular needs as well that I have to cater to. Be careful Mm -hmm. what you wish for. I just said it. The energy never leaves. It just transfers into something else. You know, I'm up in the middle of the night, not necessarily because I'm trying to figure out the next venture. It's because I'm constantly in my whole process of working for me, working for everybody else.
3: Right.
0: It doesn't stop it doesn't stop now you definitely want to be the guy that says when i wake up in the morning if i don't want to go i ain't gotta go i'm not gonna go you know but at the same time in order for your income streams to keep coming in you definitively are going to be working for somebody the boss is just going to change true True story
3: Exactly. pastor carlos
0: Oh yeah. Hey, hey let ahead. me say this. Let me say this before we go. I got to say go this cuz you know I talk anyways. I talk. Got to say it. We'll say, it. say it. Hey, so I was raised <laughs> a Southern Baptist down down south, right? Uh-huh. I was raised in the church. And when I was young going to Sunday schools, uh the the teachers used to always tell me, "Are oh, you going to be a pastor? You going to be a preacher?" Like, oh, yes Lord. Yes Lord. Yes, he is. So <laughs> you I don't want to be a pastor or a preacher. But here's the thing. You cannot get away from what you were created to do. You can't right. We're creators. You know, and regardless, no matter what vein I'm in, I'll always figure it out and create something. The same thing with Aaron, you know, I I can be on the back of an Amazon delivery truck, and if the system isn't right in here, the way that it is, I'm gonna create a better system. I can't get away from it. You know, and that's something that we have to learn to embrace as opposed to thinking that it's a hindrance. No, it's part of my process. Mm-hmm. And some of our processes are going to be longer than others. True story. I don't get the newest generation. Not that you, either one of you guys are a part of it. But I don't get the new generation where they wake up and they think that it's supposed to happen tomorrow.
3: Yeah. It doesn't uh... work
0: that way. Some of our processes have taken decades. Like you just heard, heard Cody a minute ago. And he said that they've been working on this 5G rollout that they just blundered last week been working on it since 2010. Yeah. <laughs> as if you know here we are like oh well, uh, you know what's going to happen with 5g and what's going on they've been doing this since 2010 trying yeah. to figure it out and it's the same a process. Thing. say what so everything has
3: a process
0: absolutely yes, it does. absolutely and we have to learn how to embrace more of the process as opposed to trying to get to the result right True story. That's, that's true. Right. Real talk. Oh, yeah. Good dialogue, gentlemen. Good Good dialogue. Oh, yeah. See, we can we can we can do that with Aaron. We can do that. We can't do it with everybody. We can't do it with everybody. We definitely we're gonna do it with Aaron, right? Because yes, Aaron, Aaron, I mean, he just he's ready for that. He's ready mm-hmm. for it. But again, uh Aaron, I so appreciate you coming on today to uh have oh, conversation. Oh, have conversation with us about what's going on in your life and if there's anything that we can continue to do to help connect you with other opportunities, then reach out to us and vice versa. All
3: right. Copy that. I, I'm definitely gonna be coming up to the school checking checking up on you. I challenge you. I, need to run by you.
0: I challenge <laughs> you. My door is all well. I can't say it's always open because sometimes they'll tell me somebody up there and I'd be like, hold on now, I'm busy. <laughs> 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 hold, on, hold on now. So, so DSDT. Now I have we have brought on a few more staff members and I'm in my creativity. I'm always trying to create more barriers between me and students, right? But not you, not you. You got access. You got access. Come up and let the person at the front desk know that I asked you to come up and she'll come back to get me and we'll have a conversation and try to figure out whatever it is you're trying to do. If I can help you, I can be the resource, whether it be me or somebody that I can connect you with. Let's do that. All
3: Sounds right. Sounds
0: good to me. Oh yeah. All right, my friend. Well, again, thank you for joining us today. We have appreciated, and I look forward to having a further conversation with you.
3: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Looking forward to
3: it.
1: All right. Hell of a show today, brother. Hell of a show.
0: You know, sometimes, I, and and I go through this whole. Process of trying to get us ready to be able to do this broadcast, and you know, it's a. Sometimes we just place, I place, a lot of thought into it, and it's not necessarily needed. Mm. You know, yeah, we got to have an outline. It's got to be formatted, and it has to have a certain look and a feel. But at the end of the day, all of this is genuine. There's no fluff. Mm. There's no blow up. It is what it is, and everything that we say here, 100 of it. I mean, I mean. You know, and I I never forget the fact that we are impacting people's lives. And how do we succeed if they're not? It's not about us to succeed. You know, I'm not trying to be build the biggest and the baddest school around because that's not what it's for trying to help people reach the success that they're looking for, specifically in the tech industry with the assistance of DSDT. You know the one I want. I don't know which one you want.
1: You know the
0: one I want. I wasn't dancing now. You you gonna make uh Brandon have to go in and look for it, right? (laughs) Brandon? Are you looking? (laughs) You can! That's more suitable for your last statement. (laughs) It's been a while. It's It's been been a while. while. It was, but it's it was coming back to me. There. I
1: remember now how yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, brother, uh, the thing is like on the news, podcasts, et cetera, it's about giving the general public a voice. That's what it comes down to. We hit on topics that they're at their dinner table talking about on a nightly basis, whether it's technology, whether it's politics, sports, Stafford, Tom Brady. Ah, I mean, whatever the case may be, we do these kinds of things in media as a whole to just give people perspective, to add to what they're already thinking, And so, you know, the way this show came together today, last minute, but hey, it came together, it flowed. You had great conversing with each other that generated some really good dialogue.
0: And, but you know, uh, we may not been able to uh, reach out and get him online, uh, but definitively we will be bringing Mr. Curtis Jemison back Mm -hmm. to our community to give us some updates, because he seems to think that there's a problem with 5G. How about we and, bring him on next week? Well, we had well, a guest scheduled for next week, but... We, we can fit it in. We can
1: make it happen. But you know
0: what? We can. We can. Because we'll bring both of them on. Yeah. We'll bring both of them on. We just, we just next week we won't necessarily have a student alum mm-hmm. come on, but we can definitively bring both guests on. Let's do it. All right. And continue That's that good. conversation on 5G. Sweet. settles. Sounds good to me. All right, brother.
1: Well, that will do it for the Tech School podcast powered by DSDT. Carlos, I'm Josh. Always a pleasure. See ya. See ya.